Welcome to Values Over Vanity. This is your girl Francia, aka Franny B. And this episode is going to be called Be Authentically You. For the launch, launch of my career and personal coaching business. My business is called Be Authentically You Productions and this podcast is, this episode is basically going to be about my journey leading up to the launch of this new venture that I am going on. Why I decided to launch my business. I'll start back from my journey. I've been. If you listen to my podcast, if you listen to my videos, I keep saying, you know, I've been in this business for over twenty years, recruiting and employment for over twenty years. In nineteen ninety nine. I graduated college, I went to school for medical, thinking that I was going to work at a hospital or a doctor's office, and I put out my resume and I sent it out, and I was getting interviews, and my best friend now, Wanda, she called me to work at quantum management as a clerk. And I went there, and I was a, I was a, a, I was working the clerical office, just doing some filing and some photocopying, faxing, and I'm new. This is basically my first corporate job, and I, I. I, I think I love it. I just did it to the best of my abilities. And I was always on point. Like, I filed my shit. Like, you know what I mean? I, I took pride in my job. Even though I was a clerk, I, I just took pride in that. If you talk to my friend, she probably can't remember. But I, I did my job really well. So, um, in 1999, I lost my dad. Um... He died, and I just started my job in August, and he died in November. And when I came back from my dad's funeral, um, there was an opening for a recruiter, and I had really good recommendations from my other co-workers that I would be good at the job because they brought, I don't know how many people they brought in and they didn't work out. I think it was two or three people that they brought in and it didn't work out. And and I think my best friend mentioned me. What about me? And other people, they, they find out that I'm, I'm organized and I, I know my files and how to file. And, and you know, this is an opportunity for me that, you know, I, I wasn't looking for, but... I got and I became a recruiter in 1999 and in being a recruiter I started interviewing people um, 
our branch was very successful. We had the Mac, Mac and Estee Lauder as clients. They were huge clients. Um, we had a vacuum company called Emerson Electric. And we were sending people out like, wow, we, I was interviewing people like crazy and sending people out to work and we we had fun in our branch you know and then i i was working as a on-site coordinator for mac cosmetics so um, as a recruiter i would go to mac cosmetics and meet all of the candidates that we booked in and give them an orientation and you know i i I gained so much experience from working at Quantum. Um, and I really stepped outside my box. This is how I'm telling you as an individual. Like, look back over your life journey and see how much you have learned. How much knowledge you have gained over your whole lifetime. Because as I am looking back over, as I am reminiscing, as I am speaking, I am having like a real healing moment in speaking about my journey but let me get back to how I started um, to get back to be authentically you so yes I work at manpower and in 19 in 2011 I think that was when the economy hit 2011 yes there was a lot of businesses a lot of american companies were leave a lot of canadian american companies that were in canada were leaving to go back to america so our our a lot of our clients um closed down and we were losing clients so i was one of them that was laid off i was very i was was the last senior I was senior, but I was one of the last that they hired on as a recruiter. So my position um, became extinct. So I was laid off. I was paid out. And I decided to take that year off. Um, Because you know what? After going and going and going and going, you know, some people just jump back and jump back into a job. I decided to I, I, I don't know how I made be how I made that decision, but that decision was something that I made. And in that year off, I found out that my best friend had cancer. So it was like now I'm looking back at it, it was like it was meant to happen. Cause how did I get laid off the year that my best friend would have needed me so much, you know? Because I ended up carrying her for her chemo appointments, being there for her, getting more closer to her, loving her. You know, we had our ups and downs. We fight because, you know, it's, uh, being being around someone that you love and you know that they're struggling, it takes a toll on you. It makes you... Uh, I know other people out there that have gone through that experience know what I'm saying. You know, someone that you love, that you care for. You were seeing them lose their own life. And and something that was out of your control, you thought that by loving them a little bit more, encouraging them a little bit more, 
that they would pull through, you know. And you know, my, I believe my my compassion for her, my love for her, was allowing her to hold on a little bit more. Because she spent two weeks with me, and those were two weeks that I really, really. But either way, you know that 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 year off was a new reality for me and then I started to look for a new position after a year I believe it was after a year I started to look for a new position and um, I applied for a position at Techstaff it is an IT recruiting firm and I didn't know anything about IT to be honest with you I I am someone working at Quantum was more corporate, more admin, general labor, um, accounting, account managing, you know, um, those kind of roles that I was dealing with. So I, this was a totally different um, experience for me working at an IT firm. And I love that that company was a company. My, my my boss Sandra, such a nice lady. Oh, I, I I I can never forget her because she she really um, inspired me and inspires me to this day. I still I kept in touch with her. Like I reconnected with her actually last year, and I I, I know that she's gonna help me along this journey that I'm on right now as well. She has helped me, and she will continue to help me. And you know, um, as I said, I I, I, I help people with the IT roles. I was good, but I wasn't that great. Like I can be on, I can be honest with you and say, you know, it's always doing something so new. Uh, IT is so broad, and you, ha- as long as you're a recruiter, you can recruit. But sometimes you have to um, really go into that feel a little bit more, and I, and and. I, I think in the beginning I was excited, but you you have you remember who you were, and I felt like there was a different calling for me, anyways. But either way, I was laid off there after I believe three years. I was there. Yeah, um, a lot of us was laid off too. Like that was another thing that I'm looking back at, and I'm like, okay, this is what happened. You know, when when your time is up for something, you don't have no control of it. This is what I want people to realize in life. When you get fired or laid off, like, I was never fired from my company. And I don't know, is being laid off and being fired the same thing? Who cares? Either way, I got a little severance anyway. So, um, when you are laid off, this is a new that that is time for you for a new chapter. Don't look at it as rejection. Look at it as there's something else out there that is calling you that is better for you. Don't bash yourself. Don't beat yourself up. I want everyone to start rethinking about how how they look at things. Have a different perspective. 
Just because the relationship didn't work out doesn't mean that you were somebody that is terrible. It just didn't work out. Maybe there's somebody better out there for you. Maybe you need to take time off to, to, to remember who you are. When a job is not, when you are laid off from a job or you decide to quit, it, that means that the time is up. There's, there's new beginnings for you. Right? So this is why, why I decided to, and when I left that company, my, my, my best friend that was working with me at Quantum, she left Quantum and she went to Manpower. And it was only her, her she was only at the office. So it was her and a, a, my ex-boss, who is an account manager. She goes out and finds clients. And she comes back um, with the order. And my, my best friend was there by herself. Um, and she was overwhelmed a little bit. So I was on unemployment and I decided I told her, you know what, let me come to your office once in a while and just help you out. Uh, you don't have to pay, like, you don't have to pay me. I'll just, because I'm being on I'm unemployment and they don't have any room to hire me right now. I'm just going to come and help you out um, one or two days so that not only are you not by yourself, but you know what? You'll be able to get. I'll be able to help you get the job done a little bit faster. So I went to help her, and you know, that was. I believe I started with her. Do I started helping her out in March, and in me helping her out was uh, was my my ex boss was able to go out and get bring more businesses in because I started she brought this huge company in from Coburg I believe it was Coburg and my my friend Wanda she had her own order so I said you know what I can help you I can help fill remote Coburg let me find let me find out how to let me recruit for there and you know I was able to find some people and and help and in helping my ex-boss, she was able to go to her boss and say, you know what, I'm getting business and we need somebody else in. And I have someone here that is helping now. And that's how I was able to be hired. So sometimes you have to do things from your heart to get where you're going, where you're supposed to go to. It aligns you back onto your path. Because then I was hired at Manpower. And I work on a lot of remote positions. And I... We, me and my... This, my, our office in Pickering was not on the radar for Manpower. But all three of us, in the span of a year, all three of us took was my, the Pickering brands that was off the radar and put it on the radar and we were one of the top branches in all of North America so like I think it, we got these trophies I think we got like three t- trophies for for the year I can't remember how, how but we won prizes and because our branch was doing so well the Vice President, the President and Vice President took 
um, took us out to lunch. Closed the branch down and took us out to lunch just to um, congratulate us and thank us for all of our hard work. And you see, if if you're listening to my story and you're listening to my journey, you're able to understand where I'm coming from. From Francie Hurley, I'm coming originally from Barbados. Move here with my mom, who's, you know, her one story is another wonderful story in itself. But, you know, I had three jobs, three corporate jobs, and now I'm to, to having my own, starting off and having my own is just a miracle in itself. I'm just grateful. And, you know, I, I work in Pickering and <sighs> something happened in, I believe, my, my best friend died in 2015. And as I mentioned in my last podcast, everything happened for a reason. She died so I can live. And I think my transformation started from... I, I my, my transformation definitely started from 2011 when I um, was first laid off from my first corporate company to losing my best friend. I think I, 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 my best friend died in 2015 and I was laid off in 2015. Do you see where the cycle is? So you're going to have to go back and connect the dots of your life to see where changes happen in your life where you change perspective where you change reality because now I'm talking I got laid off in 2011 and my best friend got diagnosed in 2011 and I took that year off I got hired in 2012 My best friend died in 2015, and I was laid off from my company in 2015, and I started a new company in 2015. See? So I think that's when I started my... Because I started asking questions about life in 2015. 2018, 2019... I awakened them a little bit more because my branch was closing down. And I live in Markham and there's a manpower in Markham. So I was going to be transferred to uh, my branch that was closer to home. But in actuality, it was closer to home, but the drive, because there's so much more traffic in Markham the drive was longer so to drive to Pickering was actually um the drive to Pickering was actually shorter either way I wouldn't go off into that either way and my best friend uh Wanda she didn't want to move to Pickering and move to Markham because she lives in Ajax so then she decided to find another position closer to home my old boss, our boss, uh, got a position at Star Plus, and she um, 
brought Wanda on with her and you know if they were going to be busy if, if anything opened up I would have run to gone to Ajax but you know what I I I knew in my heart of hearts that I was not going to be at Manpower Lounge because as I said I started interviewing people different I started connecting to people on a different in a different way in a different level I started feeling empowered I started loving life again and there was something different and unique about how I was acting and behaving and I told my I had a co-op student there and I told her I don't believe that I'm going to be at my power for long there's something different happening with me and you know when my best friend on the left to go to when she made the decision that she was going to leave my power like two of us was peas in a pod like coming from quantum working together for 11 years and then working for three years at manpower we have this bond we have this connection and so hard to walk away from people even though you're not technically you're still friends and everything but that was such a hard reality for me for us to actually be separated i came home and i cried i don't even think i told my best friend i cried I cried. I I felt so shaken. I, I felt shaken to the core. And I was like, why God? Why why is this happening? Why is, everything was so comfortable and so good? And you know but I realized that you have to be you have to get shake up in life to remember who you are. You have to be shaken up. You, have, you need a reality check, you know? When you're living too comfortably, sometimes you take life for granted. So your life gets shaken up. And I, my life was completely shaken up when my best friend and I were separating. And I was like, how am I going to be at this branch by myself and deal with all of these clients and I was like so afraid and I came home and I closed my eyes and I said God I don't know what this is I remember saying that I remember I was like <sighs> I took a deep breath and I said whatever happens happens I know God is not going to give me anything that I can't handle so you know what Monday you're going I'm sad but you have to go and I have to go so whatever happens happens and I went to sleep and the next morning I woke up I felt different I felt content it's like I reconciled with the situation I, 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 I it was out of my control and I decided to say I said you know what whatever I can't control that means it's happening to happen so that's that's what it was it was meant to happen and I went into work feeling relief feeling you know 
feeling sad but feeling okay like knowing that everything was gonna be all right you know like I think go and put the beer, you know. Sometimes when when things are out of our control, we we try to go and trouble it, and sometimes we just have to leave things and let it play out. And that's what I did. And we hugged and we talked and we reminisce and we miss each other. And she went her separate ways, and I had my co-op student, so I was not alone. I still had my little co-op student there, and. I never, she was more um, working with Wanda, but when Wanda left, me and her got to know each other and we connected and she helped me because I, when I talked to her, she got where I was coming from and she encouraged me to speak. So uh, her name is Melissa. She's a little angel here on earth and she's going places. She's going to work with me. I told her that wherever I go, she's going to come alongside of me and she's going to be working with me. I know that. Here it is, Melissa. You're going to work with me. Um, I'll never forget you. And I realized that, you know, I, I built this thing up in my head that was supposed to be so impossible. And... After Wanda left, I was in charge. You know, I was in charge of the office, and that showed my my leadership skills came into play. You know, I I when I was growing up, I always thought that I was a follower. <laughs> I always thought that I was a follower, and I, I, after talking to my friend and like. You thought that you were a follower. You're so bossy. And I never really realized that I, I was the one that was such a boss. Like, you know what I mean? I was the one that that told people what to do. And I, I, I stand up for myself. And I never really realized that. So this is how I realized now that I am a boss. Like, I have leadership skills. I never realized that I had these leadership skills until I had to step up to the plate. And that's what I'm telling you, telling you as an audience. You don't even realize that you are a leader. You don't even realize that other people are looking up to you. Because you know what? Sometimes people don't even tell you, tell you and, and tell you that they appreciate you. And you're walking around thinking that you are, you're nothing. It's like, Sometimes we just need to be in a perspective of look back over your life and see what you have accomplished. Look back over your life and see the trials and tribulations and realize that you are a leader. When you start seeing that you are a leader, you're going to start moving different. When you start thinking that you're a boss, you're going to start acting like a boss. Say what you are. Say that you're organized. See, because I, for me, I uh, say that I'm not organized. But when I, when I really look back at it, I had to step up as a branch manager. I had to step up as a, a account manager. I had to look after account. I had to step up as a recruiter. So I was like a three in one. You know, I was a clerical person. I was a four in one. 
I was a boss because I had to make sure that Melissa was okay. I had to sign off on her thing. So I myself was a boss. Even though I had a boss over me, I was a boss too. But I never look at myself like that. So what are you what are you a boss of? You are a boss of your life. You are a leader of your life. Your life skills are something. Not only people are always only looking at their at their work experience. What about your life experience? What did you have to organize in your home that you can't organize in an office? What kind of events did you plan? What kind of birthday did you plan that you can't plan in your office? Use your life skills as your work skills. Put those shit on your resume. This is why I I I I, I said I am here to shake up the career, the recruiting industry. I'm here to shake up the corporations. Because I've as, as 20 years in this business, and what I'm seeing is a huge disconnect between companies and employees. They have some really great companies out there, so I'm not gonna bash companies. I'm not gonna bash those companies. I'm not gonna say anything negative. When you know that you are making sure that your employees are looked are well taken care of. You're going to get 100% out of your employees. But if you think that you are going to work your employees to the ground, they're going to come in there and they're only going to give 50%. And when they're giving 50%, guess what? You're only getting 50% of the profit. You might think that that profit is all so much. But I'm telling you, if your employees love what they do, and if you respect and, and, and make sure that you are aligning with your employees and making sure that they're on point, your business is going to flourish. And I see, I, I, I work with a lot of companies. And a lot of the companies that I work for, they did look after their, 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 their employees, their candidates. And, and, and I had that positive feedback. But a lot of these companies out here are, have paid slaves in the sense that they they underpaid the employees. They put these 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 KPIs on their employees where they make the employees feel like robots with no emotion. That shit is coming to an end. People are waking up and they're they're gonna and I am gonna help wake them up. And I'm gonna tell them that you're worth more. So a lot of companies are going to lose good employees because of how they're treating you. Every employee is a good employee. And if, if you yourself know that as an employee, you know that that job is not for you. You've outgrown that job. You know the job like the back of your hand. There's another company out there that need your services. Call me. Let me help you. You are enough. You're more than just an employee. You're a human being and you deserve respect. You deserve love. You deserve honor. You are blessed. I don't care who you are. I want you to know that you are blessed. The fact that you open your eyes to listen and you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know how blessed you are. 
but either way, we veered off. So yes, so after this year happened, I was working at Manpower, Markham, and I reached out to my my bosses, and I didn't get a response. And in March, I am going to be honest, I stand up to my, my manager and I said, I know I'm an asset to this organization. I know my worth. I know how I, 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 I Manpower is a great company. And I'm never going to bash any, any company that, you know, that have helped me along the way, but there's improvement that is needed. And I was, I'm willing, I'm willing to, you know, help out with marketing because I, I'm the one that is doing the recruiting. I know what I, I do the job fears. I don't have a problem. I ask anyone. I go to job fears. I meet people. I even went to a job fear. I was like, God, what, what am I doing at this job fear? I went to a job fear and the job fear had, um, candidates that were disability with disabilities. And I was like, I know a lot of these companies don't know that these people are the disabled people have such talents because you know I met blind people I met deaf people I met people that you know weren't able to walk with their two legs but after talking to them and interviewing them I realized that they they were so special because not them the candidates that weren't be able to see was able to hear and in hearing they were able to see through their hearing that's how special they are they were able to use their disability as a catalyst to do something else the ones that were deaf were able to see and when they were able to see they were able to listen to their sight so a lot of these companies out there out here are not don't want to hire disabled people but they don't know the gift that these the disabled people are, are, are bringing to their companies a lot of people don't want to, companies don't want to hire women for specific company positions. You don't know what you're losing now when you when you when you discriminate against another person. Some people don't want to hire black people because they they prejudice us. You don't know the gift that that black person can bring to your organization. People don't want to hire Muslim people because they might be Christian and this person is Muslim. You don't know what that Muslim can do for your organization. We are all here for a reason. We're all part of a bigger puzzle. And when we decide to discriminate and judge and bash think that we are better than we lose out everybody have a journey everybody have a story people grow people learn 
And if you don't grow and learn, you you keep reliving the same experience until you finally learn and grow. Companies out here asking about criminal records and you know what? A criminal is a human being. And I'm not gonna I'm not going to go too far in that, but we can't keep punishing people. If you punish them by putting them in jail, you bring them out, you rehab them, you get tell them their, their worth, you tell them you tell them that they are unique. You tell them that they have to learn from their experience. You don't put them back into the same situation and expect that they're not going to continue doing it. You can't keep punishing people over and over and over. You have to give them a helping hand. You have to show them the light. If they're in darkness, how are they going to see the light if you keep putting them in darkness? If you are in darkness, how are you going to see the light if you are not willing to step into the light? This is why I'm starting my business. I am bringing people in the light. If you feel like you are on the dog, if you feel that like you're taking advantage, you're taking being taken advantage of, if you feel like you are not worthy, if you feel like you are the on the dog, contact Francia Hurley. Contact authentically you productions. If you have a vision for yourself and you feel like this vision is not going to go anywhere, if you have a dream for yourself and people around you, even your family members telling you that you can't do it, come to me. I can tell you, you can do it. I'm doing this shit because I'm passionate about it. I'm doing this shit because I've been in it for 20 years. And it's time for us to recognize our gifts and our worths and our values. It's time for us to realize that we have been doing things wrong. The system is broken. And if we realize that the system is broken, how are we going to fix it? By helping it. Not by saying it's broken, it's broken, and not and, and we are not willing to fix it. So I'm starting this, this new revolution, this light revolution. Spreading love. And I know that there's other people out here that have done this before. I know that my what I'm doing is not unique. It's unique to me. It might not be unique to you, but it's unique to me. And if you feel like you can add to what I I can that I'm trying to contribute, or you feel like you can add to what I am trying to contribute, let's join hands. Let's link up. Let's change the world. That is that our world. Let's create something that is tangible, that is going to help our society. My daughter have this picture in her room. We say that society is bad. But we are society. How can society be bad and you are part of the society? If you know the society is bad, let's make it good. Let's be the change that we want to see in the world. Let's see, be the light instead of the darkness. If we think that the world is dark then, and we are not willing to spread our light, then, then we, are, we are helping contribute to the darkness. We are all sent here for on a mission. We are all part of a puzzle. 
Let's connect to each other to make the world a better place. Heal the world and make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. And how are we going to heal the world? By being authentically you. By being your true self. By recognizing your gifts. Recognizing your talent. Recognizing your beauty. Thank you so much for allowing me to tell you my story, my journey of how I came up to launch in this business. For me, this is a huge accomplishment, a huge dream. And I can honestly say that I'm proud of myself for recognizing how I have grown, for recognizing what life is about and willing to have an impact because I am unique and you are unique as well. We are all unique and we are all part of this earth. that's all I have to say for this episode of Values Over Vanity. Thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you and good night.